I just thinking, I want to share what happened and what the reaction was in my personal experience. And I'm thinking these last couple of weeks and how it's evolved the basic questions that we had right then, right after the Rebbe said the Sikha. Everybody knew that this is a milestone. This is a watershed moment. This is a special moment, a special Sikha. The next day was Friday. This was a Thursday night. Friday, I was teaching a class in our school. That's my Ikesh Lichers. I'm the principal of the school and I teach the oldest class. This is girls of uh, year 12. Today, the mostly, uh, probably Bobbies, mothers, Mitzvah. And we were talking about the Sira, and there were two questions. And those questions over the years have remained, and it's a challenge. How are we going to face up to the questions? Number one, what the Sira meant in terms of what the Rebbe is going to do in the future. And number two, what is expected, what could be expected from us if the Rebbe says what he's saying. And I'm giving you like a, a thing uh, over the years thought through, but basically this is what I said. The Rebbe is a person who sees something through to the end. Certainly something which is the tachlis of his wholeness he is and of his whole being since he was a child before Chayda. And that's to bring the oilum, to bring the world to Mashiach. Now, if you look at the Nisiyas of the Rebbe, the Rebbe became the Nosi Hashvi in Tovshin Yud, it was just four years after the Holocaust, after all the upheavals and the traumas, the entire world, and especially the Jewish world, was in post-traumatic stress disorder. Everybody was PSD, PTSD. Even today, there's the aftershocks. But then, and they never came on the scene, so someone felt maybe you know, he's going to go and uh, show some relief. But what the Rebbe said, and what the Rebbe showed from the word go, is that we're not just here to recover, to relieve. We're here for Mashiach. We're going, it, it, people who look like Begashmius or Baruchmius were in such a low thing throughout the entire world. The Rebbe led everyone to Geula Pratis and is leading the world to Geula Klolis, without any doubt. By the nature of this type of a goal, this is an unlimited goal. This is a goal which until Mashiach comes, the poil, it's a failure, on a certain level. A great, great success on a certain level, but there's a level, ultimately level, which is what we're aiming for. What is the purpose of all existence of the whole Bidiya Sa'ila? If you ask people, and Musa uh, al people will tell you, some people say 
it's to earn a good place in Olam Haba. In Mishnah Perkyovus, to get a good place in Olam Haba, schar is a very important thing for everything that you do right. Otherwise, we'll say, based on the Rambam and Sifrei Musa, to become a perfect person. And the Rebbe said, of course there'll be schar, of course you'll become a Muslim. But that's not what it's about. It's about what the Eibishti wanted. It's about It's about bringing the Shekhinah down to this world so everything in the world will be harmonious, aligned, just like the Eibishti wanted. The world will continue to exist. The, everything that's there by Goyla will be there, but there'll be the Aleph, which makes it Gu'ula, which means that everything in the world will be fulfilled in the way that the Eibishti wanted it to. And, for the reason that Hashem created it. The Rebbe told a friend, today a, a, a prominent mashpia, and he, uh, this is Tafshin Yutes. He was in Yechidus, and the Rebbe would always demand things. And he said to the Rebbe, it looks like, you, like you're never really happy with what I'm doing. And the Rebbe said, I'm paraphrasing, it was in Yiddish, but the Rebbe said, I'm happy with everything, even a small thing, and I'm not satisfied even with the biggest thing. I want, ich will not, the Rebbe said, I want more. To expand our capacity. So, Chof Ches Nisim, the Rebbe was saying, coming to our ultimate goal until we get there, you see all the Gedolas and the Flois, what the Mif Alashlicha says on how the expansion of Chabad in Gastas and Kabbas and Eichas in learning, in depth, and everything else. But without his Galas of Mashiach, we haven't done what the main job is. And I believe this is, I didn't see anywhere, but based on that day and Bichlal and that Kufa, when the Rebbe spoke to Avodah Sabir Udin. The Rebbe was telling us that all external obstacles to Mashiach have been removed. It's now up to us to remove the internal obstacles. In other words, to do our share. But the Rebbe was saying, instead of saying, I give up, I'm retiring. That's the kind of words that the girls in the class were asking. Is that what the Rebbe is saying? After that, 11 months of unbelievable rich sikhs, giving us the direction. And after Gimel Tammuz, you can see the Rebbe is, is with us, wherever he is, He's still part of that battle and part of that struggle. And it's like Yaakov, Ayyivosa, Yaakov Levade. The Rebbe says in Amaime in Tovshim and Gimel that Yaakov was on one side of the river. His family were all with Esau, with all the threat. But Yaakov wasn't just there. Yaakov wasn't merely saying Shia Malach, as we heard. He was also wrestling with the Malach. He was taking care of all of those remaining obstacles. And the Rebbe was saying, I've done what I can, and I'm going to continue to doing it. But now I've opened up the field that you have to remove that inner 
golis apinimi, that inner exile from yourself, in order to be able to do what you can do, which I know you can do, which the Eibishter knows you can do, which is the wholeness he is, of Dor Hashvi, to bring the Shekhin Dolomata, and which was the whole reason that the world was created. Baruch HaLakim, Merachavis Apnei HaMoyim, the Medrash says, Ruch HaMoshiach. There's a story in the Medrash, which the Rebbe quoted many times. I heard it from the Rebbe many times, sometimes at length and sometimes just referring to it. It's a story about Rebbe Hanina ben Doisa. Rebbe Hanina ben Doisa was a person, together with his wife, abject poverty, very, very poor. But it was a Balmoifis, tremendous, tremendous tzaddik, a tremendous Balmoifin. And he saw that everyone was going to bring to the base of Migdash different kobones, different offerings, different whatever uh, objects to the base of Migdash. He couldn't afford to take anything to the base of Migdash. So he went looking and he found in a forest or in a field, he found a big stone, a big boulder. And he says, I'm going to give that as my gift to the base of Migdash. That's going to be my present. So he saw some people, there were workers who were able, he couldn't lift the thing. It, it, there's no possibility in the world. But there were these workers, they offered to do it, but they wanted a, a certain sum of money. He couldn't afford it, he didn't have anything. And then the Abishta saw how much he wanted to give this big stone. And the Abishta sent five malochim disguised as workers. And they said, we'll take it for you, Tishalayim. But you have to give your, uh, you, you have to support us with a finger. The Rebbe, when he, whenever I heard from the Rebbe, he said, Etzba Katana. In Medrash, might trust the Etzba, but it means any Etzba. The Rebbe said, the Medrash is telling us, you take an Etzba and you lift it up and it, it will get to Yushalayim. It will fulfill what it has to fulfill. And when, when the Rebbe said, do everything that you can, it's only natural to react by saying, I should do everything. How can I do everything? The Rebbe is telling me to do everything. We heard that if I bring in a Mashiach Suda, from Rabbi Chaim Volvovsky, he said it from the Rabbi Levitin, but from a Mashpia, he read it from Benyamin in 770. He said, the emphasis, you should read it, not as emphasizing the everything, which seems intimidating. The key word is you. Do everything that you can do. You don't have to be the overseer. You don't have to check on everyone else what they're doing, we'll see where it's holding. That's the Rebbe. That's the Abishta who sees the entire, entire picture. Everything that's happening since Chavchesnes and Tavshin, Tavnun, Shin Aleph is pieces falling into place. The Shlichus that's going on. The Hachava of Moisdes, the diversity, catering for everyone, the tremendously beautiful effect on our precious millions of brothers and sisters, other Yid, not Chabad. 
joining in various types of activities through this inspiration. It's happening. The pieces are falling into place. We haven't seen the end yet. But we should be confident. Ani Sholem, we heard the Rebbe's word. Ani Sholem, the fact that there are distractions and all sorts of problems in the world outside, that should not intimidate us because Ani Sholem, we, we know exactly what we have to do. Do what you can. It's the Mashiach HaProti. We're now in the middle of Sfira Sa'ima and Sfira it asks, why does the Torah say in one of the Psukim, count 50 days. And you can't count 50, you count seven times seven, it's only 49. Now 50 is something, it's a gift, it's a, it's, it's a present that Hashem gives you. That's the Hizgalas. That's the Beis Amikdush. That's the stone, getting it to the Beis Amikdush. So why does it say Tishpud, you should count? Because you'll get it as a result of you doing what you can. If you focus on the inyonim that you are able to, those that are within your hand, then the Abishta will see that everything else should take place. On a practical level, I just want to speak a little bit on a practical level, a, a suggestion, the things that we have to do. Pretty obvious. Rebbe said, learn inyonim of Geula and Mashiach. It, it, it means basically a paradigm shift of how we look at life. To look at it in a Mashiach way. I was at a Yechidus in Tavshin Chav Beis Chav Gimel 62-63. Not my Yechidus. I shouldn't have been there maybe. It was, it, the Rebbe used to see groups of students or of youngsters. These were teenagers about maybe 14, 15 years old. They came, I think they might have been from a conservative a temple or something, uh, or, or quite modern orthodox. They were here with their rabbi, and they were sitting on benches, must be about 15, 20 kids, and they was questions and answers. And that particular, I've had a few of these, but this one, the Rebbe spoke a lot about Mashiach and explained Apiteva, how you can understand the idea of Mashiach, even Apiteva, how it's not so unrealistic. But one of the kids asked the Rebbe, what is the best way to prepare for Mashiach? And the Rebbe said to him, you behave in your own personal life as if Mashiach is here. How are you going to behave then? Where your priorities are going to be? What are you going to allow to distract you? habits, addictions, things we're ashamed of. So the, everything you can do is to increase the way you look at the world. And that will make you look more at the things that you're proud of, of yourself and to expand, enhance, reinforce, increase, and to not to have time for others to say because you'd be busy doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's learning about Mashiach. There's a, a, a mitzvah that's taking place the next two months to specifically to learn the sikhs of the Dva and of Tafshun Aleph and Nun Beis. Very rich sikhs. 
there's a way in which every bit of the Rebbe's Torah is really gula. Every single, every, it's, it's, it's taking something which is not, it, you, I, I personally try to learn Igorus every day since Gimel Thomas Mubalit. Kiseida, not random. I'm already near the end of Chelek Tezvav, fourth time around. It's fascinating. When the Rebbe shows how to face up, there are some things which are great successes, how to build on it. It's never stopped. It's never stopped there. It's an unlimited goal. Or it's how to be able to how to creep out of situations that we're in that we really shouldn't be in. And we want to get out of them. And it, 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 so everything is in that way, but also specifically in Yoni in a way. That means not just once in a while, it could be once a week or once a day, but it should be something which is specific and, and planned. Put more effort into avoiding Satfila, how we daven. To stop for 30 seconds, turn off the phone, don't just put it on silent. For that three hours, you're going to daven Avoida, or for the 30 minutes, you're going to daven with just Perisha Milas. But no distraction. And like the Rebbe brings in the Rishimis from the Fetika Rebbe, the name of the Tzemach Tzedek, I believe, that if the Hezboininess itself, just contemplating Hasidus, doesn't do the trick for you completely, do the Hezboininess, but sing a nigan, a Hasidish nigan, while you're davening. Un'orem imimishtei neginosam, he says, Un'orem if you are, Un'orem if you're just not completely adult in your spiritual abilities of his boinanos, niginosam, singing, with the davening help, but to put, take a, a, attention to it. And especially the way you look at a fellow Yid. Mifzoyim, share with another Yid, those who are very near to you and those who are a step away. I want to tell you a story which happened this year. Erev Pesach. It moved me. And I'm still on that uh, impression of what this happened Friday, Erev, Erev Pesach. I get a, a message and somebody writes, uh, there's something I'd like to discuss with you. This is a very serious Chassidah Shayyid who I know. He lives on the East Coast. Chassidah Shayyid, he's in, he's a shliach, he's in Chinuch. Tayere, Tayere, Tak. Learns Rebbe's Mamor and Balpeh. So it's Erev Yontif. By me, it was a few hours before Yontif. By him, it's mid-morning. Erev, a three-day yomtiv. Last chance to do the things you have to do before Pesach. So it must be really, really important. Usually, I would just type, type back. If it's urgent, 24-6. If not, let's talk after Chalamoid, after Shabbos, whatever. I figured if, if, if something's bothering him, really. So I phoned him up. Friday afternoon. I said, What's, what, can I, what, what, what did you want to share with me? He says, maybe you can help me. I have a major, major difficulty. I said, what's the difficulty? He says, we're going to read the Haggadah tomorrow night. And it says, The Torah speaks about four sons. He says, the Torah does not speak about four sons. At all. The Torah doesn't designate any names. 
doesn't label anybody. The Torah says the questions you may be asked and how you should answer them. Why does the Haggadah have to be Magadir? Why does it have to define someone as a Russian? And he continued the question. I was listening. I was. I, I understood this question after five seconds, but I listened for five minutes. And he said, "I know that Ebesicha, that the words to the Russia are not a rebuke; they are a reassurance." If he were there, the emphasis is on the there. There he wouldn't. But you should know something. Here, now, Mashiach is going to come and every single person is going to be included. Somehow, you're going to get, everyone's going to be in there. Somehow, everyone's going to be in there when Mashiach comes. He said, but that's, that's, that doesn't satisfy me. That's a, not a big nechama. I'm telling him somebody else was worse. You, you got a brother who was worse than he is. That, that is not really... What? Why did it have to say So I was caught on the off the spot. I don't. I tell you what I told him. If anybody has a better answer, you know, you don't hate. I said you're going to four words from the end. Four words from the end of the answer. I'm telling you from the first word, even before the first word. In what the Rebbe says in the Sefer, namely that the Hagod is there. To be to be masbir, to elaborate on that which the Torah says, the psukim, it's dashening the psukim. So it's telling us you're going to see someone who maybe looks like a Russia, but you should know that that's echad Russia. The same echad that's in the chacham is in that person who you think is a Russia. Don't see him as Russia. See him as echad Russia. There's an echad that's waiting to be released. So as far as I'm concerned, this ye, this is a Mashiach Kuk. It's a Sikh of the Rebbe in Pashas Matas Tavshim Nemches. Why we call it the three weeks and not the 21 days, the time of mourning? He said, because the point is, when you say three, you think right away, third base on English. It's to tell us when you see something that looks like a Hulubin, something which seems, you can be at peace. You have the Rebbe's title. There is direction. It's leading us. It's happening. What happened in the past 30 years, from one point of view, people will say, wow, Chabad, whew, great success. The Rebbe would say, it's not Chas V'Sholem, it's Gedolus and the Floyds. But you have to remember that it's going to lead to something infinitely greater, which is Mashiach. And everyone has to do their part. And you don't have to do everything, but you have to do everything that you can. Start from your own inner self, and the Rebbe just will help him that we should be able to, each one, is, don't underestimate the smallest achievement that you are capable of doing. Go for it. And don't overestimate the biggest achievements that you've already had. Because go for more. L'chaim, l'chaim, the Rebbe's will help him that we should see this Galas Mashiach Tzitkenu, the Kodiv Mamash. L'chaim.